Okay, Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brutt. Welcome back. Mesechta's Chagig is upon us. The last Mesechta. Say the Mayer will look forward to finishing and making a Siyam on Say the Mayer and picking up a new Say the Say the Nasha. We have our work cut out for us. Mesechta's Chagiga. We want to add something new. We're going to have a separate discussion, Amir Tzashem, on Elia Gutmacher. People have been asking, you know, Rabbi Eliezer runs through Sfarim and different Machabre Sfarim. They want to hear some more about the Machabrim. So Rabbi Eliezer suggested that from Mesechta's Chagiga, let's try something new. We'll be having a separate discussion on Rebeli Gutmacher, who has a lot of chidushim, chidush Rebeli Gutmacher, on Masechta's Chagiga. Well, let's begin with the Masechta itself. Rebeli Yezer, I know we talked a lot about Meir Katan. Is there any reason not to learn Meir Katan? People are looking for Segulis. Anything to discuss about learning Masechta's Chagiga in that realm and that sphere of discussion? Yeah, so it's very interesting that to, we'll start a drop backwards here. Is that there's Afika Yam, which later on tonight maybe we'll get into talking a drop about it. But the Afika Yam, at the end of his Sefer, volume two, he says, On Yam Taivim, you should, is an Indian Gadol to learn Masechtas Chagiga, every Regel. Why? Because we're not Zaycha to be Makayim Befoyal Aliyah Regel, which is one of the, happens to be one of the parts of Masechtas Chagiga. Going Earlier, Afikayam dies in the Holocaust. Going back a little earlier, it's, the Shailameshev was naig on yard sites to learn it. He describes such a thing. Now, someone want, there's a Sefer Eitzer Yad Chaim that wants to connect it to something else, which is interesting about Masech HaSagiga. A lot of people might have heard this story in different versions. Okay, so what's the story? The story is... Um, We'll say the story in one version. Okay, there's a Sefer, Menorah Samar, that brings down a story. There was a there was a Talmud that he was naig, he learned Chagiga again and again, until he knew it, he knew it incredible. And he didn't know any, it seems he didn't know any other Masechtas. He died, he was alone in the house. So, um, it seems a woman came, and she started crying to get attention that people should be aware that this guy died, and and in short, they were buried this chassid. This, the way the story goes, he was a chassid, and he should get a proper kvuru with covid, and he got oilam haba, etc. Because and it's the way the story is brought down in this menorah samar is that this was mesechtas chagiga was kilu asking, and this this woman, so to speak, was mesechtas chagiga because of this thing that he learned mesechtas chagiga. Um, all the time. I mean, he mastered Masechtas Chagiga. Okay. Now, this story, um, um, there was a Yid, Reb Shmuel Ashkenazi, was Nifter um, a year or two ago, and he traced basically something like um, originally 10, then 14, and it seems so he traced this to 14 or 17 different sources about it. Okay. It seems to be it was a known Masaira, because it's in all different types of Svarim that people read and heard. Now, more recently, earlier this week, actually, a good friend of mine, uh, Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Stahl, he publishes from time to time an online um, journal, I guess you could call it, where he prints an article or two called Skula. 
And in issue number 25, if you want a copy of this, you could email me and I could send you the article. He wrote a 20-page article about this story where he added nine more versions to the story. Now, in one of these stories, it says that they did not, that Chagiga wasn't learned. And that's the whole Chiddush of this point, that this Chacham was being Mahadr and he's learning it. And then he was Eicha to this thing. Okay. Um, but it's not clear if really that's what's really going on. Some people might, un- some people seem to understand it, that that's what's going on. Okay, but be that as it may, the Sefer Chassidim that we spent a lot of time on in the, when we we're talking about Masechus Ma'ikaton, one of the things he says is that they didn't learn. Um, they were nervous about learning the Ma'isa Merkava aspects, which are found where in Chagiga Parak Beis. So it could be that that also has what to do with it. And Mir Tzashem, throughout the presentation today. We'll see if they actually did learn Chagiga, if it was learned or not. Um, but basically, that is the, in a, in a nutshell, that's the story without going through all the 25 different sources and all the differences. Okay. Excellent. Okay, so your email address, we'll say it now, say it in at the end, is eliezerbrat at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Okay. Um, and email Rebel Eliezer with any comments and suggestions. He loves getting emails. Um, and he sends out fascinating material every yomtif just get on that email list um you won't have any uh, regrets okay um also just to mention um many people are familiar with the portal dafyomi portal in eretz Yisrael. he sends out different material and he sent out actually a link to a song that was made about this story by uh, an israeli singer um i forget his name now i think baron rosel or aaron rosel um quite a few years ago a song about this story so interesting. Um, okay, so let's move on to the Masechta itself. Um, last couple times we discussed Rashi. Tainis, Rashi Ma'ed Katan. Is Rashi in Chagiga, is that settled? Or is what to discuss about that as well? So interesting is it seems pretty much, as far as I'm able to tell, Rashi and Chagiga is Rashi. However, I mentioned in the past that on some of the Masechtas, let's say Rosh Hashanah I spoke at and Sukkah, that there's a critical addition based on all the manuscripts of the Rashi. So Chagiga, a project was began by Rabbi Pick many years ago. He printed some samples where he shows, through tracing the different manuscripts, that it makes a difference. And he's able, he, in this article, that he one article that he printed about it, he shows that it does make a difference, um, depending on the manuscripts. He's miyash of different questions that um, Farshim have on Rashi. And a few years ago, um, Almost ten years ago, a fellow, a fellow Rabbi Yisrael Greenbaum, put out a small kuntris, a hardcover called Lekutli Girsa, and this is he checked up a lot of the manuscripts that exist out there and early prints, and he wrote, he printed the ones that he felt might make a difference to Miyashev. He has Haaris about them, and he also has Haaris from Reb Shol Alter, the famous of in recent time with um, in Ger. So that, that's a tool that exists on Rashi, current tool. Okay, separate conversation. Shal Alter of Ger. Um, okay, let's move on to the Rishayinim. So people have been learning, people, Heilige Yidin have been learning Maseches Chagiga throughout the generations. What can we say about the Rishayinim on Maseches Chagiga? So interesting, I've quoted already in the past a few times, is the Chida has a list, every Masechta, which Rishonim he saw, because he traveled everywhere and he saw many manuscripts that only were printed in much later on. Um, so Chagiga, he doesn't even have any listing. Okay. Lamaisa, so he said Rashi, there's Rashi. Taisis, you open up your Taisis, there's Taisis. 
In the 1880s, we get on the side of the Vilna Shas, they have Rabbeinu Hananel. Rabbeinu Hananel is a thorough parish on the whole Masechta, which is a very significant thing, because as, as I'm about to say, there's not too many other Rishayim. Now, in recent in recent um, editions of the Vakshal Shas, they had a friend of mine, Rabbi Yosef Dubovic, he worked on putting out, uh, rechecking the manuscripts with Rabbeinu Hananel, and in the recent editions of the Vakshal Shas, they have on the side um, a better, uh, with some tikkunim, of Rabbeinu Hananel. Anyway, as far as other Rishonim, so our generation, this is going on much past the 1880s, so we have Rabbeinu Avram Menahar. Many people ask me why I don't mention the Bloy Rishonim. They're amazing. Obviously, at the different times, we'll speak about them more by Rishos, but there is a few pages of Rabbeinu Avram Menahar on Menahar on Masechtas Chagiga. The Meiri is printed in 1928. And then there's the Rima which also was only a very recent, relatively recent discovery. Okay. Going backwards, we mentioned on in, in other Masechtas, there's a Tysis Rid, and that is printed in 1861. We'll return to who prints it a little bit shortly. Now, in our generation, besides these things, where I mean our generation, even um, very, very recent, there's a Mechon Ofek. Mechon Ofek has printed numerous Rishainim and some Achreinim also. We've discussed one or two of them in the past. So on Masechtas Chagiga, Mapecha was found, they printed a Tysis Rush on Chagiga. Tysis Rush um, for, is an amazing tool when one learns Tysis, because even a few different words could be Mishana and help you understand what Tysis is saying, and sometimes it could be a different tarots. Okay, So they printed this with hundreds of footnotes in depth, so that alone is a good tool to learn the Masechta. They also added in the back, amongst other things, a Yuchusei Tanamba Maram, amazing Rishon on Shas, which it's its own discussion what the story behind the Sefer is, but they put they put the piece, they plan on putting out a, a better edition than what exists, more complete edition, so they put pulled out all the pieces of, he's the Rebbe, the Rekech, they pulled out all the pieces related to Chagiga, and it's in the back of this Sefer. So pretty much that's the story in a nutshell of the Rishonim, so it's not, there's not all that many. So it would sound like that they didn't really learn um, Chagiga, not, now not necessarily any stories or anything behind it, they didn't learn it. Now, why not? The obvious answer is because of what the Masechta is about. You open up to Me'iri, the Me'iri, which I mentioned is printed only in 1928, but he mentions Derech Agav. He says they learned it when? After Megillah. Which is very strange. We, we mentioned last time, is Ma'id Katan, um, the end of, of uh, Ndafyaymi, so Chagiga's then. That's how the Seder goes in Dafyami. But what about, you know, is there any other Makairis? So it seems that for some people, Ma'id Katan was the last Masechta learned in the Seder. Um, and if you look in different Svarim, when you're looking for, for Purushim, a lot of times you'll see it's going to be printed in different places. The Chagiga m- might be the last parish on Ma'id, on, on etc., etc. Anyway, the Miri says they learned it right after Megillah, which throws off other different Cheshbainis. And he he breaks down the Masechta very, very neatly. Um, and he says, the beginning of the Masechta, it's basically three parts. The first part is about uh, uh, re, um, the the mitzvah of being a Kabul, um Aliyah Regel and whatever that goes, whatever that includes. Then there's Ein Darshan, which we'll discuss a little bit more about shortly, about the Agalata section in the Masechta. And then there is Inyanim Tumat the Taira, and he Discuss, he in his introduction to Masechtas Chagiga, he discusses this a little bit more um, at length. Okay, 
Um, but bottom line is, if you look in the times of Rishayim, that's what's going on. That's the story. Um, pretty simple, um, sweet, as some people might say, short and sweet. Okay. Okay. So you want to head straight to the Achreinim, Sfarim? What would you like to discuss yeah. now? Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll discuss very briefly the the um, the Achreinim. Okay. So first, we mentioned again when you go through and you're looking. The Masechta and Pirushim doesn't look too good. There's not that many Svarim written on Chagiga. The big, I, I would pinpoint to say that the big, the big Mapecha becomes in 1781 when the Turiyavim from the Shargasari, which we've discussed already a few times, when it comes to print. And you could see that anyone who, after that period of time, every discussion is always beginning with a Turiyavim. Okay. And he's the key, I would say, he's the go to safer. Um, Kedarka Bekaidish, Barichos, tons of pieces, worth breaking your head on many pieces in Turi Evan, on Chagiga as you learn it. Okay, now, in Mesechtas Yuma, we spoke about a, a sefer that made was the Mapecha in Mesechtas Yuma, was the sefer Sich Yitzchak. But the Sich Yitzchak, he, his son prints this sefer, so it only comes out in 1788. It's a very important pshat oriented sefer, which we focused on in Yuma, but in in Masechtas um, Chagiga, he also very pshat oriented. Whereas in Chagiga, in Yuma, he had Rishayim. We discussed here. He doesn't seem to have any of those things, and he also does not deal with that much in depth with Agatha Gemaras. Okay, now just to mention the Sefer Sich Yitzchak on Chagiga, and the back of the Sefer has a massive, important contrast relating to Chastfila. And just this week, Machon Yerushalayim put out a new edition of the Sich Yitzchak on Chagiga. Okay. But that's the second, I guess, go to Achrin on um, on the Masechta. Um, okay, the but if you so if we continue onwards, there's, there's not so much, um, there's not too many Svarim on the Masechta. Okay, so what? Why is this? So it seems to be obvious. It has to do with the limit of Kachim, which we focused on a little bit in, in Masechta when we spoke about Bayuma. That Kachim, which was not really learned for the most part in most places, it's not halachadik. Now, where was it learned? So it was learned in, we mentioned already a few times, in Valajan. How do we know this? The Meroy Mesada has Be'indika material on Gans Chagiga, dealing with Turi Evans in many of the pieces, and he has. So it seems he gave Shir and Chagiga, and this goes in line with what we mentioned already last time. And just to quote one more source, Ali uh, Aaron, a Gvaldika Sefer, in the back of his Chuva Sefer, he's a Talmud of a Nativ, and also had to do with Rukhayim. So in the back of his Chuva Sefer, he has a whole bunch of discussion and memoirs of, relating to Valajan, and when he learned there, and he throws in that they Taka learned Shas from the beginning, from Brachas till the end, and and even though my cut and I said it's strange that there isn't Chedushim over there, but Chagiga, we definitely have a nice amount of material, but the Merem Yisad only comes out way a long time after the Netziv dies. Okay. Is there anyone else that's learning this Masechta um, on the Kachim aspect? So first to point out, the person that also was one of the people involved in making the Mapecha learning Kachim was the Chafetz Chaim. So in his Lekutei Halachas, he has Lekutei Halachas, but more than that. People always ask if they want they want to see real Tyra from the Chafetz Chaim. So here one could see real Tyra. There's a nice amount of material in the Lukutia Lachas on Tyra the Chafetz Chaim. 
Okay, everyone knows that, especially today, a hot topic always, Archa Shulchan versus the Mishnah Berurah. What's forgotten about is that Archa Shulchan wrote a safe, but by many, not all, not everyone, but Archa Shulchan also was Isaac in Zram and Kachim, and he wrote a beautiful safer, only printed after he dies, called Archa Shulchan Asad. He also has tons of material, which is very important for these, for very useful for Masechtas Chagiga. Okay. The Chesam Seifer, interestingly enough, it seems that he did give Shiurim on, on at least parts of Chagiga, but it's not found in the standard edition of Chagiga. Chesam Seifer, you have to use the fancier edition, Mechon Chesam Seifer. Okay. But bottom line is, there's not that much happening in um, of learning of Chagiga, but there's three, just three points to talk about. One is that in a lot of times you always try to find the safer or a safer of some achrin that he shtaldavek on one masechta and he and he um, put a, a lot of kaiyach into it. So there is a yid, Reb Chaim Moshe Reinhold. In 1889, he puts out a safer called Zecher Lechagiga. It seems to be on Hebrew. It's available on Hebrew books, almost 300 pages, a small print, a massive work on all of Chagiga. More recently, Mechon Mishnah Sarvarim reprinted. Now, interestingly enough, this person, who is he? He's a Galatianer from the city of Breid, who is related to the Shailu Meshif. He puts out the Tysus Rid in 1861, and he got he's involved in it. Um, he got a hold of the Ksavyad, with a major askama from the Shailu Meshif, to put a new Ksavyad out. The Shailu Meshif um, endorses it, and even gives Ha'aris to some of it. And he was behind it, and it says his name in the cover. And he goes and learns Chagiga, more, very beyond, and this safer, as I said, is very available. Now, I feel that it's we're, we're learning Mayid and we're we're mentioning a lot of Svarim on Mayid. We we keep on we always say it in like in under our breath is that there's a safer Svasemis. Svasemis deserves credit that he wrote a very important safer on all of uh, Mayid and also Kachim. Chagiga again, it's a Pshat oriented safer on the whole Masechta, but he does not have a lot on Dagaratim parts. Okay, so that we have to represent the Hasidim. But I feel this Masechta will be able to um, represent another source of a Hasidish Sefer on the Masechta. When I say Hasidish, it just that means is that it's written by a Hasid, not that he, not that the Sefer is Hasidish, if whatever that means. Okay, who is the Sefer? So there's a Sefer from one of the early great Hasidish Gedolim called Beis Yisrael from the Magami Kajnitz. This Sefer is printed, he dies in 1814, he's one of the first generation Hasidim, I believe, and he the Sefer only comes out much after he dies, 1877. What's the Chiddush of this Sefer? So first of all, it's a Pshat Sefer on Chagiga. You say it's not like he wrote Hasidish Torah on the on the second parak in the Agatha Gemaris. It's a Pshat, heavy into Pshat, into Marsha, and, and to Tysis, and Be'iun of these things, and it's a, there's a nice amount of material. Again, it's available on Hebrew books, very accessible. But uh, just to focus a drop about this uh, topic as a, a tidbit excuse to talk about it is as follows. There's discussion, especially more in recent years, about Hasidim, um, if we have documentation of Hasidim being great people in the areas of Halacha. Now, what's in Tarish Peh, the oral traditions that these that many of these were Gedalim in Tarish in in Tzak Halacha and everything, that's not a question. The issue is, do they write? Do we have Taira Chiburim from them on Shas Chuvas, and the answer is there's very there's much less than on the areas of Taira and Ashkafa or these type of things. Now, but here we have that the, that this early one of the, the first generation of Hasidim wrote a sefer. It's also another Masechtus. Now, more than that, 
he was a, he seemed to have written a lot. We have a lot of his material, which is also not like a lot of Revis, which we do not have a lot of their material Bechlal, but more than that. Roshlemi Yosef Zev, many years ago, there was a convention in about Hasidim in general, and afterwards the, the lectures were printed in a book called um, Sefer Abesht by Meister of Cook. One of the shiurim or lectures was given by the great Roshlemi Yosef Zev, and he talks about, to, he, he documented in this lecture all the different, not all, but a lot of the great early Hasidim to show that they were Bali Halacha. Okay, now here, this is a good footnote to that article. Here we have that he, that this, the Kajan Samagid was also such a person. But we know this already from other places, especially because he was a very, very big expert in the areas of Agunas. And so much so, so, so one, there is a story, there's, there's a very thorough article written about this in the, there's a bub of a journal called Eitz Chaim, the first issue of the, of the, of the journals that came out in the year um, 2000 and, hold on, when does it come out? Hold on, what year is it? I forget already what year is it. It's 15 years ago, something like that, in this journal. And basically, the first issue has a barichos about him as a bal halacha. And it says, barichos, in the fact of, it's focusing more about Aguna. So one Aguna Shaila that talks about is how he was makel because of, of, of the Kaidish, which obviously that's going to be problematic. But he has chuvas in certain cases. There was a famous diun where he was makel and he wrote a halachic chuva about it. And many of the G'daylim, including Rebbefran Zalmagolis and a long list documented in this article of Gedailim, endorsed it, and he was known to be very into the Shailos of Agunas. Um, okay, and just to mention, once we're talking about it, that there is a very useful book, very nice book on him from a Rabbi Rabinovich. Um, it's available on Hebrew books about him. Okay, now that's for the Hasidim. Okay, and then just to conclude, this section is there is the more... Recent is the Zaharis of Rebel Yashiv, very useful on most of the Masechta. There's a Sefer that came out from Lakewood, Tehil Layayna, which is similar to their other ones that they have on Chagiga and Tainus. And then um, to, uh, the, we mentioned earlier the Afikayam. So Afikayam was a great Gadol, originally in Baranovich. He was Zaychut to have a great connection with numerous of the Gedolim, including Reb Chaim including the Minsker Gadol and many others. And he wrote the Sefer called Afikayam, which in the yeshiva world was is Adayim, one of the, I would say, four or five classic achreinim that are on simanim, that, that many Masechtas, they have a, he has a few simanim, and those simanim become very um, much learned and discussed when it gets up to those sugyas. I, I'm not sure if today they still do it, but back in the day, in my day, they did. Um, I we still remember when I got my Afikiyama, I was very fond of it. At that time, I actually was learning Chagiga. And there are two Simanim in the Sefer Be'iyun relating to stuff in the first parak of Chagiga. And it's a, it's also available on Hebrew books. There's a dish, there's different editions of Afikiyama. It's constantly in print. Um, there's, of course, there's always going to be a better edition with more pieces that they find. But anyway, there's the Afikiyama. Just to conclude, because this Masechta deals with going to the base of Migdash and all these type of things, Sorry, Ali Regel. So, of course, there's the question of Ali Regel Bisman Azef. There's any Indian that, that's a, its own thing, but there's a safer. There's many Svarim, but I came across a safer from three, four years ago from a Yosef Shimon presser called Tyrus Hazar Migdash, which deals with all these aspects and, and which a lot of the aspects in the safer are relating to Kachim, but a lot of the aspects help are relating from, from some of the sugis from Chagiga. 
Um, okay, and Rebellion Gutmacher, we mentioned in the beginning, Mirza Hashem will focus more about him afterwards. Okay, Adkan, Vachroinim, on this. So, message. when and why was Eliezer brought learning Mesachis Chagiga when he got a Zafikayam? That was part of his Seder HaYeshiva? No, it wasn't. It was, it was in Camp Arshraga. Camp Arshraga, part of the one of the Limudim for Bekiyas, they learned Chagiga. Wow, beautiful. That's okay, it. so we got Rishainim, Achroinim, a lot of Sfarim. Anything specific you want to speak about before we wrap it up? Yeah, so the last section, a short section, is Agalta. You mentioned a few times already that Musaklis Chagiga has a nice amount of Agalta. So here I want to focus on a few things um, briefly. Number one is, in the Rishayinim in general, when you learn Rishayinim in Shas, we see that Agalta is not really given much of a focus. Musaklis Chagiga, there is a in, the, in this section, so we mentioned earlier, is Rabbeinu Hananel. So Rabbeinu Hananel ha- deals with a lot of the Gemaras, and it turns out, a friend of mine I mentioned earlier with Rabbeinu Hananel, his name is Rabbi Yosef Dubovic, so he wrote an unpublished article, hopefully we publish soon, a massive article where he deals with Rabbeinu Hananel versus Rav Hai, in this Masechta, showing in different things, in, in Daga, specifically in the Agalata Gemaras, the Chedushin that comes out. Now, how does one want to, if one wants to learn Agalata Gemaras, and wants early Perushim on the Gemara, very easy place. It's available on Hebrew books. There's a Sefer, Eitzah Ga'inim. Eitzah Ga'inim is its own story, but for us today, what the important part is, it's a collection of a nice amount of material, of Ga'inic material, on the Masechta, in general. But in Masechta's Chagiga, a lot of it's Agatha related. There's pages and pages of material, fascinating material. If someone wants to learn Be'un, you have some early material about Agathic Mars. Because in the Rishayim, there's almost nothing. And, and Chagiga, anyway, we mentioned there's very little in the Rishayim. Okay. Moving on. The Marsha Bar Hashem, there is. Okay. Then I, just to mention two more um, sources with Agatha. Number one, there's a Sefer, a current Sefer, called Magidim Chadashim. Magidim Chadashim is written, he wrote on, he's still alive, the author. I met him a few times. A very nice person. Lives in the Meisharim area. And he put out various svarim on Shas, on Bracha, Shabbos, Ervin, Maikatan, and on Chagiga. He also has a few volumes out there. What's significant about Chagiga? So Chagiga is approximately six hundred, more than 600 pages, most of it a massive work. For those people that learn Sanhedrin and like the Ruv Magola style, it's similar to it on some level. A crazy amount of information. He does give credit that Baruch Hashem did something called Eitzah Chachma helped him. But he knows that he, there's a lot, a lot of material. You could spend there's pages and pages of material on, on the Agatha parts and the non-Agatha parts, but more in the Agatha parts with the Mafteach. You can learn even that during the Masechus Chagiga, a beautiful Sefer. Now just to focus on one more Sefer and to conclude with this Sefer. Someone recently just asked me that uh, we're about, Dafiyam is about to learn Chagiga. He wants to know where could he find, he once heard a vart from um, the, uh, the Magid, the Vilkomer Magid, about the end of Masechus Chagiga, if I could help him find it. So I sent him where the piece is that he wanted. And he said, maybe he could speak. He wants to know, is there any is there any history about the Vilkomer Magid? Okay, so I said, you know what? Since it's a guide to Masechta, we'll just focus on him for few, for three, four minutes. Anyway, the Vilkomer Magid had a Richas Yam. He dies in the early 1900s. He died over the age of 100. He was a Magid in, Vil, in Lita, in different places in Lita. And he was a very hush of a Magid, very famous. And then he makes Aliyah at some point in, towards the end of his life. Now, besides for being a famous Magid, and, and he also 
wrote a lot. Even though he was very poor, it seems from his writings in general, he published a lot. Now, the way I got to heard about the Vulcan Romaga the first time was a very interesting way, is that there is a story brought down in the, in the Tiferes Yisrael about Moshe Rabbeinu, and this story, a lot has been discussed about this story, and in this story, people discuss someone who made the big tumult in the story that the Tiferes Yisrael brings down. Basically, in, a, in a one sentence, the story was is that someone went down and they, the face that they drew of, of, of Moshe Rabbeinu, they went and brought it back to one of these experts that could read faces, and it said this guy is a Russia, Marusha, whatever. And he couldn't understand because based on what he was understanding, Maishra, he was hearing that Maishra Ben is a tzaddik. So anyway, this story is brought down by Tarsi Yisrael and a lot of people wanted to take it out, to edit it. And a lot, a lot has been written about it. Who was the person who made the first big tumble about it? It was the Vilkum Ramaket. He wrote a Kuntras about it. And he wrote to different Kedalim about it, and such as Daderes or Bishulei Diskin, and they agreed with him. Others didn't weren't so upset about it, but that's how I first learned about the Vilkomer market. But it turns out he's very, very prolific. He wrote a bunch of small contrasim, even though he's poor, somehow he managed to put these out. But more than that, he's a Magid. So he was an ex it's clear what you see in the when you read up about him is that he was he Mamish was a mum the Askamas and the diff, other Magidim actually, the Zev, the Magid of Vilna, the Talmud, uh, the one of the, the one of the great Magidim of Vilna writes he had a close relationship with him and says it seems that he had a he had and he prided him and actually Vilkom Ramagan himself prided himself that he Mamish was into Agada. He he understood Agada. So now what's that Nagaya? The okay, is that he went and he wrote a parish on all of the Agadah Gemaras and Shas. And probably he gave, my guess is he probably even gave Shir in Enyankiv and it was printed with some of the Enyankivs. And it's available on Hebrew books. A lot of his farm are available on Hebrew books. Some of them are seem to be very rare. If one wants to read up about him in Yeshurun Volume 30, there's an excellent article of his. I believe that's also available on on uh, Hebrew books, and supposedly someone's supposed to be putting out all the Torah and all the booklets, all the rear booklets and everything of Vilkom Ramagan in the Sefer, but it's already a few years, it's, it didn't happen. But anyway, this is a, on many of the Agadah to Gemaras, is this Chibur of the Vilkom Ramagan, but it's not only on Chagiga, it's on most of Shas, or all of Shas, um, a nice amount of material. Um, and it's also, it's down-to-earth material. A lot of times, like, people could write about Agadah, it's too Kabbalistic. It's not, it's not, I would say it's not such Kabbalistic um, uh, material. And he says about this Sefer, one of his farm, he, he was about to print, we'll conclude with this, he was very poor, and he had a job, and he you know he always wanted to print this stuff, so that's why it's always mind-boggling. Some Many of them, they weren't able to print their stuff, but he somehow pulled it off. He did print many of his farm, and in one of the farm, he even writes that there was a great fire. The, se the Sefer on Inyankov, there was a great fire in the city where he was, uh, Marav, in Vilkomir, and he thought he lost it in this fire because it was a major destruction. It destroyed most of the city and tons of damage. And for a few days, he didn't know if the safe was, but Baruch Hashem, he did find it. And immediately he went to print it. He wasn't going to take any more chances. Ad Khan, um, some of the, some of the um, tools out there for Agatha. Obviously, there's a much, it's a much greater conversation to discuss Agatha, but that's all for Excellent. Now. So what was the name of this book? What was his name? His name, sorry, yes, you're right. I should say his full name. I should say the full name of the Sefer. His full name is Reb Yitzchak Aaron Av, um, the Magad of Vilkomir. Okay, now, his Sefer is called Ene Yitzchak, and I'm 99% sure. It's printed in 1878. This is right after the fire, and it's 99% sure. It's on Hebrew books, so you could use it very easily. Excellent. Okay, so as we mentioned, we hope to get back 
to discuss from Eli Gutmacher separately. Once again, you can reach Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brot at Eliezer Brot, E-L-I-E-Z-E-R-B-R-O-D-T at gmail.com with any comments, suggestions, and just to follow his prolific output of content. And um, Mr. Shem, we'll uh, get back together soon. Thank you very much.